0: It's your girl Miracle Sims, and you are listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration and juice. It is February the twenty first, twenty twenty two, and today the topic is the Lord of Life. I hope you all had a great weekend. Mine was just fine. Um, a rather busy weekend on Saturday, but then um sunday turned out not to be as busy as i thought it was going to be but yeah man that's pretty much how my weekend went in a nutshell i mean you know uh shout out to my mother and inspirational outreach for hosting a lovely valentine's gala the african valentine's gala to be exact um if you look at different pages on my social media then you probably see different images and whatnot. Um, from that event. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, I believe that she had a great event. Um, you know, CYOW TV, Kelvin and I, we showed up and we, um, did a little something, did a little something the whole time we were improvising. and it was funny because, um, <laughs> so, um, Basically, the scenario was that, like, he was acting... Like, we we were acting like we were this couple that had some issues and whatnot, and, um, you know, I was the disgruntled wife, and Kelvin was, I guess, the... I guess he was also supposed to be the disgruntled husband, but then, you know, he was working so hard, and it was just, like, hard to... (laughs) pick on him the whole time because i had women like pulling me to the side and was like you know you need to do better and he's a good man for coming and all this stuff i'm like man these ladies is on your side today (laughs) um but it was a good time man it was a good time um and um i think we wrapped it up in a good way to to because i mean honestly yeah after listening to the the speakers that was there and you know enjoying the event and whatnot you know there was no way that my character could stay disgruntled about um her husband you know so i had to apologize you know i had to humble myself and apologize (laughs) or at least my character did and so that was the funny thing too because obviously um i was in my hometown and so people knew me but then there were some people that might not have known me as much and so it was like finding that balance between them treating me as if I was me and then versus treating me as if I was my character. And so it, it, it was an interesting, um, <laughs> scenario and everything like that. But I mean, Hey, it was a good time. And, um, thank you mom for the invitation and everything like that. So yeah. Um, obviously you guys can find out more about Kelvin and I go to thecastmovie.com, um, uh, for more information about us actors <laughs> and everything. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was my busy day Saturday, you know, obviously we were traveling down there, and, um, we had to go get Kelvin, that was another thing, because he's in the city now, you know, he's a silly city dweller, you know what I'm saying, so, um, you know, um, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, and I was supposed to do an event yesterday, I, I believe I should share with you all about that, but, um, that got rescheduled and I'm like what is going on with our 2022 events like you'll get booked and then we got to reschedule it um because the first event of this year would happen that way and then now this one but um you know I understand that you know things things happen and everything like that so we make some arrangements and whatnot so shout out to Burrows rose bites for being flexible with your girl and whatnot I know we got a chance to chit chat a little bit yesterday and um, about what kind of moves we need to make um, business-wise and whatnot. So y'all be praying with us about that, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm still in between. Because I'm like, I tell y'all a lot of the time, like, I'm, I'm enjoying the things that I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm enjoying hustling from home and um, being creative. And, you know, uh, God is opening doors for me to be able to create these different products and books and, and this show and, and just everything. And so, um, yeah, so I'm like, you know, investing more into that makes sense, you know, because that's what I'm currently doing. Um, but at the same time, I know, obviously, my, my business and whatnot, I mean, we can make some moves with that and, and get some other things established as well. So, yeah, just prayer for guidance and whatnot in that area. So, if you all want to pray along with me, you know what I'm saying to the Lord Christ Jesus, <laughs> then, um, then by all means, you know, I, I humbly, you know, accept that, you know, and everything like that. But look, in, in my alley voice, right, in my alley Carter voice, <laughs> don't bring no bad juju, cause I don't need that. But <laughs> anyway, uh. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on, man. Um, a little bit about probably a little TMI. So sorry about that. But anywho, <laughs> um, you know, again, thank God for my husband. So obviously things are a little different now, you know what I'm saying? That he's, um, in a transitional moment. And so, but he was still my, he's basically, yeah, it was still my contingency plan this morning because I heard my alarm. But next thing I know, here he is waking me up um, around, what, 4.30 or something, and I'm like, oh, I must have fell back asleep. I don't know. (laughs) Obviously, I did, and, um, the cool thing was I offered for him to, you know, listen to the prayer meditation with me, and he did, and he did. So, shout out to him, and, um, I thought he was going to end up observing my whole process, but he ended up kind of, like, excusing himself after the prayer meditation and whatnot, um, when I got into, like, getting my verses together and trying to figure out, like, what the topic was for today and stuff like that, but, Still, shout out to him for, you know, at least doing that part and whatnot. That, that's something new. We haven't done that together. Um, you know, usually it's been something that I've been doing by myself since I kicked this thing off. So, you know, that that was nice to listen to it with him and whatnot. And, um, yeah, so shout out to him for being a contingency plan still. Um, let's keep him in prayer for his, you know, uh, what God is doing in his life and um, also with his career and everything like that. Um and yeah, so ultimately, you know, there's a lot of stuff on my mind, y'all. After the premeditation, now it was centered around I want to say the topic because it had me reflecting about like life and death and all of that. But um, after that, man, you know, my mind was just uh, all over the place to a certain extent. Um, I I was looking up a lot of different stuff, but um, I think the theme of life and death was still there. Um, and one of the questions that I had was like, why do we, you know, if if God and the Bible is constantly telling us that, you know, the the choices are abundant life, right? Everlasting life, right? Or death. Like, why? What, is that really a choice? Like, what, you know what I mean? Like, is, you know, why are we choosing death? Like, why are we not choosing to just all of God. you know, why are we not choosing to just uh, do things his will and way? Now, I I guess after reflecting a while about it, and again, looking up the different verses and things that I was looking up, I was like, okay, well, maybe it just boils down to people just wanting to do what they want to do. And so I guess they feel as if, if I'm doing what God wants me to do, then I'm, it's, I'm not doing what I want to do. Like, maybe that's what they feel. Or something like that, or maybe that's what we feel, or what I felt. You know what I'm saying? At some point in my life, I could, you know, take ownership of that. You know, obviously, you know, I was impatient, you know, and in, in a lot of ways and whatnot. You know, I wanted what I wanted when I wanted it. You know, and everything like that. Um, I think I've been open and transparent about that, and whatnot. Um, obviously, in my book, <laughs> you know, but um, uh, definitely, in, um, you know, other content and whatnot that has been created here. Uh, for GSL so yeah you know um, I can be open and honest and say that you know okay if I think back on like you know why did I do things the opposite of the way God said we should do it you know I guess it boils down to that uh, as one thing um, again I know we had this conversation about life and how we don't value it and all that stuff Um, but yeah. So, I mean, at some point, basically, <laughs> at some point after reflecting on all of this stuff for a while and looking up different things and, you know, finding some verses that was kind of standing out, but at the same time, just like, mm, you know, um, at some point I had to just stop and just kind of pause and get quiet and, you know, ask for understanding, ask for guidance and whatnot on what to even look up or, or and everything like that. And so... Um, I can't remember at the moment the exact phrase that led me to this particular section. Um, but I looked up something. I can't remember what it is at the moment. I looked it up and, um, and, um, it brought me to like the account with Mary, um, well, Martha and Jesus talking about Lazarus. And, um, so I ended up reading the entire John 11. So yeah, that's where my inspiration came from for today. And um, I'm going to share verses and things that stood out to me and, uh, we'll see what the Lord had to say with this juice y'all. All right. So here we go. Uh, John 11 and four says, when Jesus heard that he said to, uh, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the son of God might be glorified thereby. So, um, if you haven't, if you're not familiar with that section, basically what was going on before this verse is that, um, you know, basically he was getting word about Lazarus being dead and, excuse me, or Lazarus being sick. He was just sick at at that point, but he was in, um, he was in another place and basically he would have to go back to a place that, um, they was like ready to kill him at this place that where Lazarus and Martha and uh, Mary were. Um, so obviously the disciples were trying to get him to not go back to that place. Cause he, <laughs> they were like, you know, Hey, they're, they're trying to kill you over there. You know, You might not want to go back over there. Um, but anywho, So basically that was that's what was going on before and so he got word about Lazarus being sick um and he let the disciples know that it, you know it was not um a sickness unto death but for the glory of God. Now, um I guess that verse stood out to me this morning cuz it it showed that he obviously knew what was going to happen, right? He knew the whole situation. Um he he had already said <laughs> as soon as they talking about it, that he was sick, he already let the people know that you know, this isn't, you know, basically this is not Lazarus's end. Um, this is not to death. This is for the glory of God that this is happening. And he stayed where he was, I think, a couple, of, a couple more days um, for that, you know. Um, now, obviously, you know, after that, he decided to go ahead and go. That's when the disciples were uh trying to discourage him from going and everything like that because of that situation I just told you all about. And um and he was saying to them that hey, well, you know, I'm glad that this is happening, so now you guys can believe too, basically. Um I'm paraphrasing some things, y'all can go read the entire thing word for words or so, but um just trying to get you guys where I'm at <laughs> uh with this information. So then John 11 and 14 stood out to me and it says, Then said Jesus to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. So so again, he stayed in the in the location where he was a couple a couple of days extra after he found out that Lazarus was sick. And then um so then when he finally decides to go back, he's like, Alright, we're gonna go back. And the disciples are trying to tell him, No, nah, don't don't do that, you know, X, Y, and Z, they're trying to kill you over there, blah, 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 blah. And then he was telling them in a roundabout way that, you know, Lazarus was dead. But um, he had said, like, Lazarus is asleep and I'm, I'm going to go wake him up. Um, <laughs> and then his disciples, and, you know, and, and don't we do this, man, don't we do this? Like, God to be telling us one thing in a deep way and then, you know, and then we we just looking at with our carnal minds or, you know, maybe our humble understanding or whatever the case is, we look at it, like, at face value. So at face value when he said sleep, people are just thinking, oh, well, if he's sleep, he's good. Jesus, you ain't got to go back. Like, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, so then he, he plainly tells them like, look, Lazarus is dead. Okay. <laughs> Basically, you know, I, I, yeah, uh, this is inspiring again. Cause I, I, I really, there is something to this stuff that Jesus said and, and there's something to this, this whole thing. I got to figure it out. But anyway, I'm sorry I had a, a side moment of uh inspiration, y'all. But anywho, um, but yeah, so he says to them plainly um that Lazarus is dead. Now, the interesting thing for me about that is that um I feel like, well, obviously we know about the parables and different things that he spoke to people, you know, and a lot of times he was speaking I say in riddles, but I guess in these days we would say in riddles, right? Or in a story form or whatever. He wouldn't say plainly all the time. Now, sometimes he did say plainly, you know, but other times, you know, he would say in roundabout ways, whatever, whatever. Um, but either way, right? Either way, um, I guess we should listen because I think it... If we're listening, obviously now, yeah, we have an understanding, right? We have a different understanding because we're on the outside of the situation looking into it. So I can look at this and say that in that first verse, he already said (laughs) that the man was going to be risen from the dead. Like he already said that, like, you know, like he said that in the first verse I shared with you all. Um, But obviously the people didn't put that those two things together, you know, um, the ones that he was around and whatnot. So I don't know. I found that to be very interesting this morning as I was reflecting and writing these things down, um, to share, (laughs) but anyway, let's keep going. So then John 11 and 25, it says, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die believest thou this um that that stood out to me this morning that the believest thou this part um obviously again this is the question for us like do we believe right do we believe what the bible says and then you know do we believe that the choices of life and death do we believe like i that, that's the ultimate question for all of us every day right um but aside from that part, um, basically, again, what's going on in this section here, they went back, Martha came out to meet him and was, you know, letting him know, man, you know, if you were here, my brother wouldn't have died, X, Y, and Z. Um, And basically, he, I guess in a reassuring way, right? It was like, hey, you know, I'm the resurrection. Like, it doesn't, basically he's saying it doesn't matter that, that he he is, quote unquote, dead now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here, you know, so. Um, I feel like he was saying plainly, like, you know, I'm, I'm that that time frame didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though I don't think they got it, I don't think she got it. You know, because um, I believe that when he started talking about resurrection, she's like, well, I know he's going to be resurrected and blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, I'm the resurrection. <laughs> I'm the resurrection. Um, now I'm talking about what Jesus said. No, I'm talking about what Jesus said. I ain't talking about me. I'm talking about what Jesus said in this. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, that's what he said and everything. And, but again, I and she said she believed. Like he asked, do you believe this? And she said, yes. Right. Um, but then, I, you know, afterwards, um, we're going to see that, he, you know, her actions, not to say that she didn't believe, perhaps she just didn't understand. Let's give it that. And I think that's, again, that's us today too, you know, um, you, to be honest, like, okay, so I'm reading this, I'm writing these things down, and the little little naysayer, you know what I'm saying, a little fly in the room, you know what I'm saying, try to come and be like, well, this type of stuff ain't happening today, you know, like, where the people that's being brought to life today, you know, your uncle just passed a few weeks ago or whenever that was, right, so why didn't Jesus just bring him back, right, um, but here's the thing, here's the thing, like, I mean, well, one, I believe that that type of stuff do still happen today, I mean, I feel like a lot of people do have that type of testimony where, you know, um, maybe they were sick and then the Came back or whatever the case is. Like, um, people have that testimony, so I'm not taking away from them and their experience, their testimony. It hasn't been my testimony. I haven't seen it, right? I haven't seen it like that. But personally, you know what I'm saying. But, um, again, I mean, I think my humble life is an example of guys, uh, you know, uh the miracle of life and the miracle of God and the things that He do, um. You know, and I do believe that there are other people that have experienced that on that deep level that, you know, may have that that Lazarus testimony. You know what I'm saying? There's people out there like that. Um, or even if regardless, if you don't have the Lazarus testimony, I believe that, hey, if you, you know, survived an accident or if you, you know, uh, anything, any type of little thing that happens where people you know, survive horrible situations, then, um, that could be your Lazarus moment, you know what I'm saying, so let's not do the comparison game, like, let's not look down on, you know, um, the pre- preservation of life in any aspect, um, you know, um, God gave you another day and everything like that, take it at, at that, you know, and, uh, that's a blessing by itself, was my point there, but, um, I noticed that uh, the other thing that stood out to me there was two points in this entire in this section where Jesus groaned. It's like he groaned to himself. I put that in the go deeper section as well. Y'all can read those two verses and whatnot. For me, I guess when I was reflecting on that, um, I felt I guess they felt like it was, or I felt like it was significant because, um, obviously it's like he was groaning for a certain reason. But then I think the people saw his groaning as something else again, like not. And I, what I think, and this is just me, just as I was reading, what I imagine he was groaning about is just us and our lack of understanding, and maybe even faith. Like I feel like that's what he was groaning about. Um, now I don't know, you know, you know, maybe he's groaning about something else because on a deeper level, maybe something else was going on too. But what I'm saying it is, like, that's what I, you know, I'm thinking that he possibly was groaning about because it was just like, you know, okay, I've said plainly to several of y'all this, you know what I'm saying? I asked you to go do something, and now you still it's like you're still doubting with the words you are saying. You know what I mean? You're still like, 'cause she uh he had told them to go um and remove the stone. And the same Martha that says she believed, right, was like. Oh, but he's been in there about four days. He stink now. Like, you know, um, and whatnot. So it's like, and then he's like, well, then I just tell you <laughs> that you're going to see the glory of God on today. Like this. So anywho, I'm just saying, so I think the groaning probably came from that <laughs> being like, I don't know how to say this to y'all. Like I, done, I said it plainly. I done said it this way, that way you still ain't getting it. <laughs> um and again that that's us that's us right now like we can't look down on Mary and Martha and them the disciples and whatnot like we can't look down on them because we do the same thing all day every day so I don't know just something to think about that's me so I'm sharing it with you um so then basically what happened after that it was John 11 and 44 and it says and he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, loose him and let him go. So um obviously I imagined a mummy. <laughs> uh, that's what I imagined coming out, <laughs> coming out of there being bound up, um, you know, in napkins, <laughs> um and whatnot. But, I mean, I guess the point of that that section was to to show that, you know, what was dead was now alive, you know. Um, and like he said, it, he would in that first verse, you know, like he said, um, what happened that, you know, exactly what he said happened there. And um, obviously it was proof for many on that day. Um, and it was interesting because if you go deeper in those verses in um, in John 11, you're going to see... Um and the, I believe it's like the Pharisees they was plotting against them and everything like that, and someone was saying something along the lines of like um you know if if we allow this to keep going, everybody's gonna believe, and it's just like, man, like when you really really like think about these things a little deeper, you're like man that that's the spirit of the antichrist already working even then, you know what I'm saying like maybe people don't look at it like that but that came to me that's what came to me this morning as i was reading those verses and whatnot like sometimes you know we can be led by uh i guess lack of better way to say like you know you can be led by evil and not even know it like you can be thinking you're doing the right thing um but you know if you have these evil intentions in your heart and you're thinking that you're right or whatever the case is it's like I don't know. We got to question motives sometimes. Like, where did that even come from? Like, why would you even think that? You know, Um, just one of those things to think about. (laughs) Anywho, um, one more verse to share today. And it is 1 John 5 and 20. It says, and we know that the son of God has come and has given his and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true in his son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. So yeah, friends, um, that's the juice. That's the juice this morning. I hope that this encourages you and inspires you. If there's any dead thing in your life, you know, Hey, um, I guess look for your Lazarus experience. You know what I'm saying? Um, look for God to, to wake that, that thing up. Um, you know, he can do it. He can do it. Um, but hey, do thou believe? huh? The Bible verse of today is um, John 15 and 5. It says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing nothing friends i hope you all enjoyed this juice this morning thank you so much for listening to god sex and love you're the little of inspiration the juice i pray you guys can go forth and have a wonderful day and i look forward to talking to you all tomorrow if the lord's will bye-bye this has been brought to you in part by anointed touch health fitness and beauty Eat right and exercise daily. Walk with God. Run from the devil. 1 John 2020, you have an anointing from the Holy One. Visit anointingtouch-hfb.com for more information.